What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Has Aaron Rodgers basically come out of this? Because I feel like he has. People get over it. They don't care. They move on. That's why you find him. That's your punishment. He's the face of the NFL. I don't get a parking ticket downtown, and I'm not allowed to park anywhere after that. I paid the fine because I parked in the wrong spot. It's over. And Bob's it's, your uncle. It's that cut and dry, right? eh? It's, it's that, that cut, cut and dry? It should be. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome everybody into Hour 2 of the RP Show. It is brought to you on the Game Plus TV network by Great Western Brewing Company. And uh, the Moose is here. Breaking news today, pretty big news in the Queen City and frankly all across the hockey world because it's two big hockey names. The Regina Pats replacing their head coach today, Dave Struish. This morning, parting ways with the Regina Pats, and John Paddock will be returning to the Regina Pats bench, the former head coach of the Ottawa Senators and Winnipeg Jets, back on the bench. And as team owner Sean Semple said in the news release, for the rest of this season and next, and a lot of our viewers are chiming in on that. And uh, for me, it was disappointing news because I think Dave Struish is a tremendous coach. The team's ninth in the conference. So I guess if you want to look at the record, you could see why they made the change. I just don't know where what change is going to be had with John Paddock. We'll find out starting Saturday against the Moose Jaw Warriors. And a lot of viewers uh, writing in on that. Christine in Medicine Hat says, Hockey fans excited to see Connor Bedard when he comes to the hat. Will be the biggest crowd of the year, I predict. I, for one, will be there with the whole family. That's... Bedard selling tickets everywhere. And while his numbers have not been what they expect, I don't tell are we blaming Dave Struish for that? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. But for those that weren't watching an hour ago when this news came down, you, you asked, would Connor Bedard have had a say in this or his family? And from what I've heard in the calls I've made since this news came down, if it was up to the Bedards, I don't think a change would have been made. They love Dave Struess is the word that I got. So it's a tough, tough day for everybody. You don't like to see it move like this, mate. No, no. Good Ever. man, good coach. Um, but they needed to get some excitement. They needed to make a move. They felt like they wanted to, that the team was underperforming. So this is what hockey teams do. That's right. End of story. So, by the way, I found I got my new Taco Time viewer takeover is really the whole show. Who's kidding who? But for the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one burrito half off at Taco Time every Thursday. Where were they yesterday when I was having one in the Southland Food Court? I know. Where, right? were, where were you then? 
Guess we gotta go back. Guess we gotta go back. Uh, this isn't breaking news, but I think we have a new leader in the clubhouse for the Taco Time comment of the week. How about that? That we'll get a $50 gift card to Taco Time. You ready? It's from John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm. Why does no one know Taco Time's secret recipe? Because they keep it under wraps. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. That's awesome. I like it. That's good. Our well, next guest awesome. likes our next guest, Jared Dembo, likes that one too. How can you not like that? And I think they have Taco Times in Winnipeg, I'm pretty sure. So John Ohm is the new leader. You guys have put this on me for what's the best comment of the week. That's pretty good. Yeah, Clark. Send us a text on the text line, please. John, assuming you have a cellular phone out there in Winnipeg, 902-518-3033. Send us a text. What did you say was the jingle? 902-518-3033. Text RP at 3033. Uh, the reason I wanted to get you in here, Moose. Yes is the fans were asking your take on something. Okay. Um, and I'll get to that in a moment. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes in on the 902 number and says, Rod, you just said that people are staying home more now and watching on TV. Does that foreshadow the demise of the CFL since we're a gate-driven league? Thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's a CFL problem, not an RP problem. That's what I, that's what I feel like. And I don't feel like talking about that. But just yesterday, I guess I can say it now, I was down at the hockey arena filming a video for SGI, that is Saskatchewan Government Insurance, and I happened to bump into Dave Struish on the concourse and we were talking about crowds. And by the way, God's team, the Regina Pats, from what I'm told, leads the division in attendance, and even theirs hasn't been so spit hot. And Dave said, how are we going to get people to go to games? And I'm like, again, not our job. You coach, I broadcast, just... Lots of marketing people making a lot of money, but right? That's their job. Uh, so the demise of the CFL based on this, I don't know. I didn't think they'd make it this far. So I'm just sitting back and watching with a lot of interest. But I'll be watching NFL tonight, Patriots at Falcons. But I teased that they wanted to know your take on the Manning cast. And I believe the viewer's name was Kevin Olenek. He said, what are you and Moose's thoughts on the Manning cast? And I said, I like it. But... They took week 10 off. Maybe it was week 9, whatever. You know me, consistency, built a career. If you're going to do it, do it. Take a Monday off? That bothers me. I enjoy it, but the night I went to look for it, they were, oh, we're not on the air tonight. So then this Monday they were, but I forgot about them. I watched Steve Levy and the ESPN crew. So I like the concept. I've told you I've had football and hockey friends for years that have wanted to do it, and I thought it was dumb. I'm like, I watch games with you guys, and you drive me nuts. I want to put nails in my eyes. I don't want to. No. Well, that's just my friends. Yeah. Can you just shut up? I'm watching the game. But maybe it's because I don't know the Mannings personally. I find them entertaining. Right. I like it. I think it's, it's extremely entertaining. Now, if it's, if it's my team playing, I don't want to watch the Manning broadcast. If my team's playing, I want the play-by-play. Because every game matters with my team. Every play matters. I don't want to. Hottest team in the National Football League, the Tennessee Titans. Thank you. 
I don't want to watch it in the background and listen to these guys talk. I'm watching the game. Maybe not even listening to the play-by-play. I'm, in, I'm watching the game. I want the game full screen. I want to know the plays. I want to dissect replays. I want traditional broadcast. But when it's not my team and I'm, and I'm just into the game, I really enjoy that as an alternative option. And I'll go back and forth and find myself mostly watching the Manning broadcast because it's fun. I can see what's happening in the game. I can get some more entertainment. I can meet some different personalities. It's really great. But if it's my team playing, I want the play-by-play. Fair. Uh, but as I said, I don't really listen to the commentators anyways. I really don't. Yeah. So let's get some text rolling in here. 902-518-3033. Is that what it is? 3033. Yeah. Once you hear it in the jingle enough times. Let's get them rolling. Yeah. Well, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in, Nelson Hakowicz, and he says, who would do the CFL version of the Manning cast? You told me, Darren, to handle this with grace. <laughs> I could see it. I'm just, just doing a pull. No, uh, we've covered this. We have coffee every day, 11 a.m. Central, We've talked about this. Where were you? Because I feel like I'm a teacher at the front of the class. I could go back and start this again, but it's not fair to the other kids. We're like five, four sessions past this. Why should I have to go back and discuss it? Because you weren't here that day. You need to stay after school, Nelson. Sir, could you go back and... Can we go back and review chapter one, please? Exactly. Like, come on. Like So the answer... Is the kissing bandit Adriano Bally and yep. David Benefield? And I said that's the mine, flute. and you have your own. You have I, yours. I said the Flutie brothers, Darren and Doug Flutie. I think that would be really good. Yeah, I think why well, mine would be great, yours would be great, and everybody were charming. But we like there's people here every day that have answered this question already, Nelson. This isn't fair to them. I think we need to put Nelson in summer school so he can catch up. I like it. From Dar on YouTube. Says those extra broadcasts are excellent, especially when it's not your team. That's how I watched the Montreal playoff run with Steve Dangle. Fair. I love the guy on YouTube, Steve O's channel, says, that was so last month, Nelson. Steve O's becoming a regular. (laughs) And I like their comments, Steve O's comments. They're spicy. Bingo! What's with Robin... In Prince Albert, he's saying people are coming out to support the Raiders, averaging 2,100 to 2,200 a game with a seating capacity of 2,580. I thought he meant the Vegas Raiders. That's fine. That would be low. That would be low for the (laughs) Vegas Raiders. COVID. It's it's because of COVID. That's right. I had a sports person the other day say to me, we were talking about, what, was I not talking about this with you? What we're talking about on this show, and Jared will attest, is what the sports people are talking about. Trust me, it is. They, I think they would prefer that we don't talk about it on the show. That's the attendance, attendance, attendance. That's what everybody's talking about because that's what pays the bills. That's what you want more people in the building to look at those board ads and those on-ice ads yeah. and the ads around the arena. This is a major, major, major problem in sports. And I was talking to a hockey guy the other day. 
And we were talking about attendance. And he goes, oh, it's because of COVID. It's because of, of COVID. That's why nobody's, uh, why attendance is down. I'm like, really? How come 50,000 showed up to a soccer game the other night in Edmonton? Do you get the point? Yes. Because his jaw went, nah. Didn't have an answer. Didn't have an answer. That's the point. You people can come up with, oh, it was a special event. Oh, it was Canada, Mexico. Oh, it was this. Oh, it was that. Oh, it was people from all across the country. I don't care. CFL games, there are nine a year. Nine. They used to all be special events. Nine. We can't fill the place nine GD times. So I just feel like every single day we're sitting here hammering on the same stuff. But that's all I hear everywhere I go because I'm hanging around sports people. And to say, oh, it's because of COVID ticket sales. Really? You were struggling before COVID. Now it's just an ex- a convenient excuse for most people to save their, do- their job. And when it's a coach or a GM saying that to me, I'm like, you're just hearing that from the business guys. When you passed each other in the hallway when you're getting your coffee this morning because your job's to coach the team, not sell tickets, which they don't understand. It's all intertwined. Yeah. I digress. Another from John of Winnipeg. Ohm, John Ohm. He says, Bob Irving is the best. So for Bomber games, I listen to him and mute the TV broadcast. I get that. My brothers used to uh, order my dad, well, my one brother, Reed, a special radio. It was called the Sportcaster, and it slowed down the radio feed so it would match the television. That's cool. I don't know if they still make those or not. Does anybody listen to the radio anymore? Would it be worthwhile? Good question. But the delay Jared listens to the radio, but he's weird. I know what you listen to. You listen to uh, NHL radio. You listen to satellite radio. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, me too. Now that I think about it. Ward in Winnipeg writes in and says, uh, Hi, guys. Who are the Bombers going to play December 5th? The Riders or the Stampeders? Signed, Ward. And I'm glad that he mentioned this because... We're in the final week of the regular season. We are in purgatory of the CFL season, and that is the last week of the regular season where the games really don't matter. The ones in the West definitely don't. So it's like, are we going to start talking about the West final? It's November 18th, bro. He just asked, who are the Bombers going to play December 5th? And that is a typical yearly annual Canadian Football League discussion, of which I've been imparted for a generation, and I'm here for it. Today, it's the ageless rest versus rust discussion. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure there's ever been an answer to that. You know, what, do you, what would you rather have? Would you rather play on semifinal weekend or have the bye? I, did I not see nine out of the last ten West Final hosts went to the Grey Cup? It's become you really want first place. You really want first place. You absolutely do. It's just math. Do you want to win one game to get in or two? Right? It's harder to win two. Your chances go down instantly when you got to win two games to get in. So it becomes rest versus rust. Now it becomes how much rest? Two weeks rest, right? By not playing in the final week of the regular season? Do you go two weeks rest? Or do you just do one week of rest and play your guys in the final game of the regular season in a meaningless game if you've got first place? The question was who will win? And. Oh, man, I don't feel like I want to answer that today. <laughs> I know. I guess if you put a gun to my head, I could see 
Calgary very easily coming in to win it uh, for a couple of reasons. The Stamps are the hottest team, one of the hottest teams. Riders have won four in a row, yet everybody's bitching. Right? And I feel like I'm just getting bogged down by the negativity in this town. And I think Craig Dickinson, the head coach, I feel sorry for him because it's like, how do you shield your players from all the negativity that's going on? Because you would think the team's four and nine, nine and not nine and four. Right. That's what you would think based on what you hear around here. Yeah. And I think if some loudmouth shock jock sports talk host just wanted to drop a stink bomb and said, Bo Levi Mitchell's done. He's slipping. He's over the hill. He doesn't have it anymore. Somebody slipped that quote to him. He'd come in and shove it right down the rider's throat in a second, and he could do it. He's good enough to do it. But does he have the talent around him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know exactly what you're saying, and I'm picturing all the content creators across the Western Canada just clipping. <laughs> Bo Levi's done. Bo Levi's finished. Bo Levi can't win anymore. And not clipping the rest? And then it's going to be great. So I kind of want, here's the thing. As we, t- as we do business out loud, as sometimes we do. Here's what I want Nelson to do on our Instagram story. I want him to put that out there. Bo Levi's done. Just like that. And then right See after it, say. put the expanded one on, like zoom back from 30,000 feet. Somebody should say Bo Levi's <laughs> done. And he would do this and come in and kick some, yeah. some butt and whatever else. Uh, I'm going to say Calgary's going to win it. Calgary, Winnipeg, West Final, a rematch of the 2001 Grey Cup. How about that? Moose, we'll see you back here for overtime. Sounds good. Going to talk hockey next with J-Red. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network, live streaming on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Yeah. Welcome back. Pull that thing right in there, Jared. You know how to work a microphone? Look at this. The guy that looks like Jose Bautista is our hack hockey analyst. Hacky analyst. How you doing, Jared? Good. How you doing? Ready to talk some hacky? Always. <laughs> Good. You know, I just was typing in your hockey DB here. Yeah. And I typed in Al Dumba. Oh. Why would I do that? Uh, we did end the last segment by talking about the Canadian Football League and the playoffs and and all the rest, but we're moving on. You're not the biggest CFL fan, am I right? Or yeah, what do you? I follow. I follow, but yeah, I've never. I never played football, so I right. don't. I don't understand it like most people. I'm just a fan. I just like to, you know, watch the game, have some good snacks, and cheer for the right you don't get in and i don't and you yeah. know what if they lose a game i'm not doesn't ruin not your life going online and <laughs> writing into any talk shows or anything it's i'm not losing an ounce i got gotcha. you yeah i got gotcha. you uh yeah you know what the folks that we've started a holy war on the riders and stamps listen we'll get into it next week but it's like 10 days away at least so i'm not having it today but that's cool Riders are finding ways to win, though. I just looked up Jared Dumba's Hockey DB. And I suggest you po- folks should, too. Just type in, in your Google, Jared Dumba, Hockey DB, search. Are you responsible for your own photo on Hockey DB? Nope. It's like a studio shot, man. You look like... <laughs> this is like your... Uh, what do you... This is like your Tinder photo or your... <laughs> uh, that your was, match, match 
That was from Investors Group. Kettleoffish.com. Right when I quit. How'd they get that? <laughs> Anyways, Oklahoma City. Well, let's go back to the junior days. South Surrey Eagles, the Saskatoon Blades, and then Pro Stops in Oklahoma City, Indianapolis, Austin, Texas, back to Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and Flint, Michigan. So you know your way around a hockey rink. Yeah, I've been to a few. Been to a couple, yeah. Uh, and it says, born in Dysart, Sask. Dysart. Do they have a hospital there? Uh, born in Cupar, actually. Last baby born in the hospital. They used to have a hospital. But, Look at uh, the, what we're learning today. After they had me, they said, uh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. We're good. <laughs> you made it what it <laughs> is today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll get to the comments from the viewers later because we do have viewer takeover coming up for Taco Time scheduled again. But very big news in the Queen City, the Regina Pats making a coaching change Thursday morning. Dave Struish out. John Paddock returns to the bench. Uh, Jared's been calling games forever uh, on television. There's a lot of times with me. Radio, too. Did you see this coming, or what do you think of this move? Uh, it's You know what? Love Stroosh. Great guy. Great coach. Uh, it's just one of those things when the team, you know, the team's been up and down this year, and there's, you know, lots of, lots of complaining around the, that you hear around town, and it's just one of those things. Sometimes if you need to shake things up, uh, you can't always trade all the players. Sometimes it's just easier if, if a coach has been there for a while, no matter how good of a job he's done, uh, ask the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, you know, sometimes it's just easier to get rid of the coach, try and, try and please everybody. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I didn't see it coming, but I think a lot of, uh, you know, talking to people, they're saying that there was a lot of bickering around town. So, you know, if, the, if that's what's going on, sometimes that can get into the, the ear of uh, the guys up top and i guess that's what happened six and ten ninth place in the conference and their next game is saturday night at the moose jaw warriors so we'll see if this coaching change makes a big difference for the regina pats but furthermore just for the hockey people that are watching right now Connor bedard is now an international dare i say worldwide name in hockey that is a fact oh yeah because i'm in that pat store two three times a week buying stuff and uh Talking to the lady that runs it, she, I said, how far are you shipping stuff? She goes, all over the world. Bedard merchandise, T-shirts, Pats, jerseys with 98 Bedard on the back. Like, the people have picked up and cared, and he's less than a point a game. And the question here, and I'll just say this, because as I said earlier, what we talk about on this show is what the sports people are talking about. That's why I think people like it so much. The sports people, hockey people are saying, does this have anything to do with Connor Bedard and his slow start? How would you answer? You know what? I, I would say it could be, but is that Struish's fault? I don't know. I think uh, when you look at it, and I'm just be completely honest. When I when I look at that, the line he's playing on right now, I don't know who sets the lines, if it's always a coach or if it's, uh, be if it's everybody that's that has a little hand in it. But right now, I... It, to me, I think, I don't know if they would need, it's not always easy to go out and get somebody, but I just think that they need a little bit more creativity on that right line. I know that last game they put uh, the young guy, Tanner Lowe, uh, on his how? Wing, or how, sorry, on his uh, on his wing, and and he ended up. I think Bedard had a couple goals. We'll see if that uh, if that sort of sticks. But uh, to me, I uh, love Dubinsky, love Nyhoff. Sort of the same, sort of playing that same game. You yeah. know, so it's sort of that same play. I think it just needed an extra piece, and then it, 
a, a different piece on that line, and then it wouldn't matter if you had Dubinsky or well, or yeah. Nyoff. We're getting a hyper focus on that. I don't think the rest of the country cares about Pat's line combos. But I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I trust me. I do. The millions of people out there don't. So I'm going to move on. And for John in Winnipeg wants to know this. And trust me, we're going to get around to the National Hockey League because that's why he's here. I didn't expect the Pats were going to make this change today. But John in Winnipeg says the Austin Ice Bats. What a name for a team, Jared. What was it like to play there? Can you give us the G version of your time playing in Austin, Texas, pro hockey? Austin was an absolutely awesome city. Uh, Christmas Day, I can remember sitting in my board shorts uh, out on my deck, shirtless, just enjoying the weather. Uh, beautiful city, Sixth uh, Street, uh, all Sixth Street, Eighth Street, all these places. Beautiful restaurants, great people in Texas. Uh, fantastic time. As for the team, we were in first place uh, by January first. I believe it was mid February. We were out of the playoffs. Yeah. It'd be once everybody kind of started to know more people around town, there was a lot more going on, and I think guys were a little more focused on the, the city itself than the hockey after a I think you were while. telling me about boat parties. Uh, well, there, there was a fan who, who owned uh, a company that rented pontoon boats. So uh, I think it was January 2nd, he told us, it was the first day, he said, you can take the pontoon boat out. Any day you want. So, of course, it was about four days a week the boys were out. They had barbecues on both levels. Guys were having probably some wobbly pops. And uh, that was probably the biggest reason why we were out of the playoffs about a month later. (laughs) Right. To, okay, little preview here to the National Hockey League. The Winnipeg Jets spanked Edmonton 5-2 on Tuesday night over there in their place. Canada Life Center. Now they go back to Edmonton tonight for the second game of the home-and-home. This is the featured game of all the leagues, of all the games tonight. Jets at orders, as far as I'm concerned, as we broadcast here out of the NHL's Bermuda Triangle right here. What do you expect out of this hockey game tonight in Edmonton? Uh, I think you'll probably probably see a close one. I could see Winnipeg winning again. I think that just the way that they match up. I mean, you could you got Drysaitel McDavid. Anything could always happen. Uh, but I don't know something about Winnipeg. Uh, I really like their team. Kyle Connor is. He's unbelievable to watch. Uh, Shifley's starting to play well. Uh, you know they got the goaltending. They got uh, they've obviously shored up their their defense mm-hmm. in the off season. Edmonton's got a great team too. Uh, I, I think Anaheim just uh, jumped over them in the standings, but they've played two more games, so good chance Edmonton. You know Edmonton's got something to play for. So you, know, you those are the little things when you're watching the the standings. If you see Anaheim jump over you, you want to get that first spot back you got a couple games in hand this might be one you need to win so i don't i don't know but i would uh, i would predict a, a close game and i i, I would predict winnipeg winning 3-2 maybe 4-2 with an empty netter that's hilarious that you guys get fancy you're like matthew barnaby was on here the other day one of the uh, viewers said barney 5.5 over under rangers habs tonight what do you think he's like take the under rangers will win 3-2 and I think they won 4-1, but it was still under. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys get fit. You like the betting too, don't you? Uh, I used to a little bit more. I had a little bit more time to look into. I right. like to get into every stat and then think about, see where they've been on the road. Were you good at it? See the, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I used to get deep. I used to get real deep. I got another one for you. And by the way, let the record show. Jay Red Dumba has predicted a Jets win at 
Edmonton, did you say a one goal win? Three Some... to two or four to two with an empty netter. Okay. That'll be my call. Here's one for you. Watching this on Sports Center this morning, they're talking about Kerry Price returning to the Montreal Canadiens. I guess he skated for the first time yesterday. You probably weren't expecting this question, but that's fine. He just being back in the room and the Habs have recorded wins over the LA Kings and Calgary Flames. They said just having him in the building has had that kind of impact on the Montreal Canadiens. Could you see that being a thing? Oh, definitely. When you have a guy that walks in and just exudes confidence, says the right things, he's controlling. Sometimes you can get a room without a guy like that, and just the conversations are going the wrong way. You get a guy like that that knows where the focus has to be, is bringing the right things out of certain players. He doesn't even have to be on the ice. That's why I thought in the the offseason, I was surprised uh, that the Leafs didn't go after a guy like Chara. For their room, you know, just having a guy like that in the room that, that can kind of control things that can that can make all the difference. Well, it's one thing to be old and have been around, but Carey Price has been his entire 14 years with the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I just think like I got shivers because I love Carey and to, to, to know that he has that kind of impact on his team. That's wild. Oh, he's just got the swagger. He's got cool, and and just watching how calm and cool he is. Can you just? I can just imagine the presence that he brings inside that dressing room that rubs off on everybody else. Okay, your favorite team? Are they still the Los Angeles Kings? Is that still your team, or have you? I I like the Lee. I I like. All right, I've always I liked, I've always liked Austin Matthews, but I can't <laughs> stop cheering for the Kings. Okay, the Kings. The Kings are just. My well, they team. just had an eight-game win streak snapped. Uh, I think it was last night. Are they, getting, are they for real? It's so tough to say. I think right now that you're going to see ups and downs with the Kings because uh, you got some really good older players, some good younger players. Who, who knows? They could gel and keep going, get into the playoffs and, and make a little bit of noise. I think you're going to see some ups and downs, though, just with so many, so many younger guys, depending on injury, stuff like that. But I like what they're doing. And young Kale Clegg. The old Brandon Wheat King and uh, Moose Jaw Warrior, I guess. Yeah. He, uh, he's got five, uh, just quietly has five, five assists in nine games, you know, so that's nice to see for a local guy. Uh, but it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say, I'd, I'd predict that they're going to be a little bit more up and down uh, throughout the season. I, I, they're my team. I'd love to see them just take off the rest of the way. But usually when you see a mix of those type of guys, you're just going to go through your ups and downs with that many young guys. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching them play. Not this year, last, and they were in the purple and yellow jerseys. Oh, the best. Aren't they hot? The best. <laughs> oh, the, the best. best. <laughs> and Kale Clegg was where I'm like, that's where he is. I lost track of Kale Clegg. Forgot. Yeah, oh. I forgot. Well, you don't see the Kings very often here in the yeah. NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, and they've right? been bringing him up, right? I think they've been play- giving him a lot of AHL time in the odd NHL game. Uh, but uh, they're a team, I think, that's that's doing it right with their young guys, giving them a lot of seasoning in the American League instead of just throwing them right in the fire. Speaking of, the Habs calling up Cole Caulfield today. So his time in the <clears> Apple <throat> didn't last long, which I none of us thought that it would seasoning as they say yeah he just needed to he just needed that little kick in the pants you know what probably when you're a young guy like that you come up and you do do what he did in the playoffs and you're going into the season and you're everybody's called their favorite trophy everywhere you look 
it's probably pretty easy to get a little bit overconfident, even though it's your first full season getting in the league. And, I mean, nobody really expected it. I didn't expect it, but a uh, slow start like that, he goes down. I would not be surprised if he comes right into the first game and, and gets on the score sheet and Roaring. never looks back. They got Pittsburgh in there tonight. Should yeah. be a classic matchup. Hockey questions? Jared's here to answer them with us. We'll be right back. Plus a sports update, overtime upcoming, and Taco Time viewer takeover. I want you to think in the break about what your favorite Taco Time meal is, too. Okay. We'll talk about that. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live Daily, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, a Thursday here, episode number 614 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. Wherever you're uh, enjoying the program from, I hope you are. Pick up the phone and uh, shoot us a text message, will you? What the heck? You still got a couple days to enter for the Taco Time comment of the week from the viewers. Write it down, 902-518-3033. There you go, 902-518-3033. Wherever you're watching, across all 10 provinces and 31 states, we got one more segment with Jared here, our hockey analyst. If you have hockey questions, have you been up on the Vancouver Canucks at all? We've got to talk about that next. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everybody. First, the Toronto Raptors will continue a six-game road trip tonight when they visit the Utah Jazz as part of tonight's NBA action. Toronto opened the road swing with a 118-113 loss at Portland Monday. That was the Raps' fifth loss in six games. Meanwhile, the New England Patriots will go for their fifth straight victory when they visit the Atlanta Falcons in NFL play tonight. The showdown is a rematch of the 2017 Super Bowl. Patriots have won four in a row. And the Regina Pats, major junior hockey team, making a coaching change today. Dave Struish parting ways with the hockey club. John Paddock returning to the bench. He coached the Pats to the WHL League Final in 2017 and the Memorial Cup Final in 2018. Next game Saturday night at the Moose Jaw Warriors. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars. We got a lot of viewers in the BC interior, lower mainland as well, watching on Game Plus TV. Jared, on Telesoptic Cable carries it. They want to know what's wrong with the Vancouver Canucks. They lost again last night, 4-2 to the Colorado Avalanche. And I saw them on opening night in Edmonton. I'm like, they're just, they're just not that good. And you look at the roster and you go, how is this happening? Because you look like they look like they got four pretty solid lines. Their defense now is, you know, looking better than it than it really ever has. Uh, Goaltending. They upgraded in their goaltending, I'd say, in the offseason with Halak as backup. Mm -hmm. I just I, I don't understand. I watch and there's just no spark. Is it is it? I don't know. Do they need a coaching change? Do they? I wouldn't. I mean, I love their coach, but something's got to change there. I, don't I know love what, them too, and at some point, something's got to change. Yeah. Him or the general manager, whatever. I yeah. Last year, Brent Sopel, I can't remember what platform he went on. Our good friend Soap <clears throat> said they are playing to get the GM fired. That was last year, and nothing's really changed. Now you talk about upgrades. Connor Garland, OEL, really big trade with the Arizona Coyotes. Two. Tremendous players. Yep. Haven't made a difference. Connor Garland, they interview him every night. He's on the score sheet most nights. 
but they're not the missing pieces to a Stanley Cup run. Something's missing, you're right. Maybe we're just too far from what's going on out there. But you look they, like, they play just somewhat listless. Yeah, and you look, you got a captain, Horvat, who, you know, in the big moments, he, he always seems to be there. So that's, I mean, that's not the issue. A lot of people, I've heard people say, well, they're missing that, that uh, Connor McDavid superstar. Well, not every team can have a Connor McDavid. No. I have to say, Horvat's a pretty good, I don't know, do you need to bring in a, a, a veteran or a couple veterans or, or, or change the GM? That, that might be, I don't know. What's, what's the solution? What would you do if you were Francesca Aquilini? I would probably the first thing I would do is try and bring in uh, bring in some sort of agitating winner, somebody who's won. So you're gonna try and do something on the ice, not just in the dressing room. At first, at just one player, just shake up one player, maybe a third line winger, something like that. Somebody who's won that brings energy. If that doesn't work right away, I'd probably go to the GM. But not the coach. The coach is safe. I like the coach. I like the coach. Uh, and Benning has brought in a lot of really good, lot of really good talent. But I mean, just when you hear stuff like that, you know, Sopel and stuff like that, maybe I don't know. Is there something? There's got to be something else that we don't know. You know, there's always something that can that can. Could it be something personality-wise? Everybody says he's a great guy. I don't know. Well, you played on a lot of teams, Jared, and I think there is something to be said about a culture issue. Like, it's just a Vancouver Canucks. That's what I'm saying. But at least, like, they missed the playoffs last year. They finished dead last in Canada. People tend to forget that in the Canadian division. But the Leafs, they have great regular seasons, and they wait till the playoffs to wilt. So it's not just a Vancouver thing. And in Edmonton, I think Dave Tippett and Ken Holland have done a tremendous job of what do they call saging the dressing room to get rid of whatever was around there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Eradicate. Maybe they sacrificed the chicken. I don't know. KFC. But they seem to have got the – do you know what I'm saying? Like a culture thing. Very hard to clean up. Holland has done such a good job. You look at that lineup and what everybody's done, and you look at, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just the Oilers, the, the Oilers fans that I follow on Twitter, but every single move they make, they seem to roast the guy and say that he's not doing a good job, and then you look back and every move that he makes seems to work out in, in some one way or the other. I got to say something. Jenna Reagan's watching in Southern California, the biggest Buffalo Sabres fan I know. They are not terrible. How long do you think they'll continue to be not terrible? Buffalo? Yeah, you like them? I, you know what? They had some really good pieces there last year, I thought. Uh, I thought they'd do a little bit better, but uh, I think that they'll probably, they'll probably continue the way that they are for the rest of the season. I don't know. I don't think they're Middling. Gonna, yeah, they'll just yeah. kind of be middling. Maybe make but some that's strides. that's an improvement. <laughs> oh, it's a huge improvement. They yeah. could make some strides in the second half, and uh, let's see if they can get uh, the, the young guy, Krebs, up. You know, if he, uh, I don't, I'm not sure. Is he there Craig's right a now? Point, no, he's a point of game in the minors right now. In the now. minors, yeah, but, but when he he comes up. I think he's got a really high ceiling. Uh, adding Tuck, that's, that's going to be huge. overall pick. He's a first-round pick. Who won the Eichel trade? Uh, well, I think that's going to be – I think Vegas is going to win that by far. I think people are going to see what Jack Eichel is really capable of once he comes back. And it's not going to happen right away coming off a surgery like that. It might take a month or two. Uh, might be till next year. But Jack Eichel is that next level superstar. Let's not forget he was, what, fourth or fifth in, in MVP voting in the league. Uh, uh, two Was it two years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next year he got injured a little bit – or 
not a little bit. He's uh, obviously having surgery. Significantly. Significantly <laughs> yes. injured. Yeah. But I think people are going to see what Jack Eichel can really do. All of a sudden, you put Mark Stone on his line and you give him a good coach that's there for a, a while, he's going to be he's going to be a big-time superstar. We're going to try and fit in two real quick here. From Nelson Vaux, Jared, do you think Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider can keep up their hot starts in Detroit? Looks like they're running away with the Calder. Uh, you know what? Watching them, the, the first few games, uh, Sider seemed to jump in right away. It was awesome. Raymond took not long, two, three games, to really look like he was uh, getting his feet under him out there. And ever since, they're two of the best players on that team. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it up all year long. Those are two special players. Sider's going to be one of the best D-men in the league for a long time. Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York says, question for Jared, is the Metropolitan Division the best in the NHL? Uh, I don't I don't know. It's so hard to, it's so hard to say. I don't know. What would you say about that? I do because there's not one team under 500. Not one team. That's, and there's some very good teams in that division. Yeah. I think it's the toughest division in the NHL. Pacific's the worst. Yeah, A- Atlantic's that's, that's got not debatable. more yeah. bad teams yeah. than the Metropolitan. Yeah. And the Central, you. It's not that exciting. Minnesota, Dallas, St. Louis. That's always a tough question for me because it's just, you know, you look at matchups and how many times does this team play that team? There's no bad teams in the Metropolitan. How many times does this team play that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you look at it that way, I guess, you know. Um, Jared, thanks for coming in. Very popular guest. I knew you would be. Can we do it again? Let's, uh, whenever you want. Okay. Appreciate uh, it. Certain days. <laughs> right. How about that? Before we break, ladies and gentlemen, addiction, it destroys relationships, families, and lives. But the good news is addiction is a treatable illness. At Aurora Recovery Center, we provide everything you need to build a solid foundation for your recovery with holistic, evidence-based treatment tailored to each individual. Located in Gimli, Manitoba, on the shores of Lake Winnipeg, Aurora can help regardless of whether or not you feel ready or have tried before. Aurora Recovery Center, recovery for life. Visit their website, aurorarecoverycenter.com. The Moose is in next for overtime and taco time viewer takeover. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody, to Overtime. It is a proud presentation of the Four Seasons Sports Palace. They'll have Thursday Night Football uh, tonight. I think I might check it out at the Four Seasons. No doubt. I think you're going to be on the road, though. Yeah, I know you're going to be on the road tonight. We telling everybody? I will be on the road okay. tonight. Thursday night football pits the six and four New England Patriots at the four and five Atlanta Falcons, seven twenty PM Central Kickoff. It is time for Taco Time Viewer Takeover. For the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one burrito half off at Taco Time every Thursday. So let's get these comments in. Whatever you want to talk about tonight or today. Um and while we load up those comments and the text line, I haven't even looked at the text line since I asked, no matter where you're watching from across North America, shoot us a text. Make us feel wanted, please. 
902-518-3033. What is your featured game? Because mine is the Winnipeg Jets at the Edmonton Oilers. It's the main event of 12 NHL games, one NFL game, it's the Thursday nighter, and in the NBA, Raptors at Utah. Have you even... Yeah, I have. You look, I, and, and The Leafs, are are they playing? They are. It was, no, for me, it's the Thursday nighter. Nice. I'll be watching the Thursday night game tonight. Um, there's some intrigue there because the Falcons are actually a pretty decent football team. Matt Ryan's been really good the last number of weeks. I mean, he didn't play very good, I don't think, last week, but they were good before that. Um, I think they're okay. They're, they're right there trying to challenge for a playoff spot. And the Patriots might be contenders to win something here. They're on a win streak. Mac Jones looks very good. Looks like the best rookie of the group right now. He's having the best year. Their defense is very good in New England. It's a statement game again. They're all like that now, but this is the New England Patriots are back. I saw the tweet somewhere. It's like, the Patriots are back. AFC teams, have you taken advantage of the last 12 months, right? (laughs) Because they're back now. Uh, Largely, they have. The Dolphins went into New England and won in week one. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Jets are the Jets. Still not a strong division. It's not. But I'll believe the New England Patriots are back when they are, what, in a conference championship? And that was, well, that was my suggestion for a poll, or we didn't get to that because you had a better poll question, but one of my suggestions, and we can save this for later, but does Mac Jones and Bill Belichick get back to a Super Bowl at some time? Do they get to a Super Bowl? Oh, I would say, yeah. Not win one, but will they get there? Well, Belichick's going to coach for as long as it takes to get back. Oh, yeah. He doesn't need the money. He's not stopping until he gets back there. Um, the snowman's watching in North Carolina. He says the Patriots will win and cover tonight in Atlanta. Darren in Salt Lake City says the Raptors jazz game is taking a back seat in Utah to the Oregon Utah football game. Go Utes. That's a big one. I feel like because this show is so inclusive, just like yesterday when I said, what's your hometown's most famous athlete here? What's your featured game tonight. I like that. Featured game brought to you by what? Toyota. I don't know. Um, Jets Oilers for me. Thursday night football for him. Darren in Salt Lake says the Raptors jazz is not it. It's college football there. But I'm pretty sure that Oregon-Utah game is not till Saturday. Uh, so... Maybe it's There's are the Raptors and Jazz on the weekend. Football games last night. I know, but the Oregon, I just looked up the Oregon ah. football game is on Saturday. Is that when the Raptors and Jazz play? Jenna in South Carolina, sorry, South California, Southern California is looking forward to the Sabres and the Flames. One thing about Jenna, if the Buffalo Sabres do turn it around and win a Stanley Cup, Jenna can confidently say, I was there from the beginning. And that is a good feeling when you don't doubt your team. That's a good feeling. Stick through them through thick and thin. When they prove you're right. Yeah. Uh, Chris Clark from the unofficial Pats podcast writes in and says, uh, go Oregon Ducks. Definitely Saturday. No, no. The question is tonight's featured game. We do it every day. What game are you going to be watching? Ward in Winnipeg. 
says, personally, I'd love for the Riders to come to Winnipeg. He's talking about the West Final December 5th. Santa Claus is going to be there, by the way. Yeah. Ward says, you can't beat that green versus blue and gold rivalry. Have a good one, guys, says Ward in Winnipeg. So, I don't know. What I've, I've been asked today, almost every day, who do you think is going to win? Who are you going to be cheering for, Rod? I'll say, may the best team win. And I don't know how the Rough Riders coaching staff shields their locker room from all the negativity. It's, you would think they're 4-9, and nine, not 9-4. Nine and four. I'm a little astounded by that. I'm actually buying into it, thinking maybe they're not as good as I think. Questioning myself. Right. The Rider Nation is gaslighting me, making me think that I'm insane. Because I'm watching the games. They're good games. They're playing well. No, no, Rod. Too many penalties. Bad offensive line. No discipline. Oh, man, they suck. You know, right in your head it gets in your head and then you just then you don't know what to think so who do you think is going to win that game i don't know it's I, too early what were way, we even answering this question i know it's way too early you know ask me later but it's no it's way too early for that okay last minute last minute of play and the rp show from uh, jeffrey the stamps fan he says, what colors does Santa wear? You know what he's saying. Red well, red. what if the stamps aren't even there? It won't even matter. Dar watching on YouTube says, the NFL Thursday nighter. Yeah. Ryan in New York State says, I'll be paying attention to the Devil's Panthers. While at my church small group Friendsgiving event. What well, doesn't that sound fun? That sounds great. The question is, what are you watching tonight? Tomorrow, I'll be here. He'll be at Husky Stadium. And we'll have Scott Flory, the coach of the Huskies, ahead of the Hardy Cup, Gus Farratt, and Andrew Green. Drive safe, Moose. Thank you. See you tomorrow at noon Eastern. Angering people is a gift of mine. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.